Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is June 18th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me blog by taking a look at section 65. Starting in verse 1 it says, Hearken and lo, a voice as one sent down from on high, who is mighty and powerful, whose going forth is unto the ends of the earth. Yea, and whose voice is unto men. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. So here we're being commanded to prepare for the Lord and to make his path straight, which sounds a lot like what John the Baptist said, which makes sense because John the Baptist was sent to prepare the way for the first coming of the Lord. And we here in this generation and in this dispensation, we are sent to prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ. President Nelson once said, You are a generation foredetermined by God to do a remarkable work, to help prepare the people of this world for the second coming of the Lord. So the question becomes, how can you do that? What does our Father in Heaven want us to do to prepare the way for the second coming of the Lord? President Nelson has been talking a lot lately about this idea of gathering Zion and what we're expected to do in this gathering. He talks about how we need to gather people on both sides of the veil through missionary work and through temple work as part of that preparation. But on a more personal level, on a more personal note, what can you do? Not what we can do as a whole church or as a whole generation, but what does God expect from you? My guess is that if you take a look at your patriarchal blessing, there will be very specific instruction for you based on your talents, your gifts, your abilities. God has probably given you clues there in that blessing of what he expects you to do to prepare the way for the second coming of the Savior. Now in verse 2, the Lord continues and he says, The keys of the kingdom of God are committed unto man on the earth, and from thence shall the gospel roll forth unto the ends of the earth, as the stone which is cut out of the mountain without hands shall roll forth, until it is filled the whole earth. I absolutely love this verse. This beginning part where it talks about the keys of the kingdom are committed unto man. It kind of paints the picture of priesthood ordinances, these keys of the kingdom, which give us the opportunity to perform ordinances here on the earth. And those priesthood ordinances are a vital way that we prepare the world and ourselves for the second coming. Sister Stevens once said, Priesthood ordinances and covenants provide access to the fullness of blessings promised to us by God, which are made possible by the Savior's atonement. Isn't that what we're really trying to do as we're preparing the world for the second coming of Christ? Aren't we trying to provide access to the fullness of blessings that God has promised to all of his children? Priesthood ordinances help us prepare the world for the Savior's second coming, but priesthood ordinances also help us prepare ourselves for his coming. As we participate in priesthood ordinances and as we are faithful to the covenants that we make, we are able to better prepare ourselves for that second coming. Then I love the second part of verse 2 when it talks about the stone which is cut out of the mountain without hands. Now that's making reference to a vision from the book of Daniel. There's this vision of a stone that's being cut out of the mountain without hands and that rolls forward and fills the whole earth. 
And this stone is the restoration of the kingdom of God on the earth. It's the restoration of the gospel. But it was not and it is not accomplished by mortal hands. That's why it says it was cut out of the mountain without hands. There was no mortal hand accomplishing the restoration of the gospel. There was no mortal hand accomplishing the building of the kingdom of God on the earth. All of that was set into motion by God. However, he invites us to be part of that work and part of that preparation so that by doing that work, we can be changed. One of the classic things that almost every missionary ever has said was that their greatest convert on their mission was themselves. Now, it's a slightly cheesy phrase, yes, but it's true. By being part of the work, by being part of the ongoing restoration, by being part of the building of the kingdom of God, really, we are building ourselves. Our being part of that work enables God to reach into our lives and to change our hearts. So yes, we are invited to be a part of his work or of this stone that's been cut out of the mountain without hands, but we should never lose sight of whose work it actually is. That's why that part of the vision that it was done without hands is so vital, because it's not our work. It is the work of God. President Hinckley once said, We are citizens in the greatest kingdom on earth, a kingdom not directed by the wisdom of men, but led by the Lord Jesus Christ. Its presence is real. Its destiny is certain. This is the kingdom of which the prophet Daniel spoke, a stone, as it were, that should be cut out of the mountain without hands and roll forth and fill the earth. No mortal man created this kingdom. But the blessing is that the opposite is also true. No mortal man can destroy this kingdom either. The mobs in Joseph Smith's day believed that if they could just end the life of Joseph Smith, that they could end the church. But they missed the mark, because it's not the church of Joseph Smith. This stone was not cut out of the mountain by the hands of Joseph Smith. This is the church of Jesus Christ. And no man can stop the stone from rolling forward. The famous quote by Joseph Smith that we now refer to as the standard of truth says, The standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble, calamity may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent, till it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear, till the purposes of God shall be accomplished and the great Jehovah shall say the work is done. It's the great Jehovah that determines when the work is done because it is his work. No mortal man can stop it. No mortal man can call it off. However, as mortal men and women, one of our greatest blessings on this earth is to be part of that work. And that is one of the reasons why we are here now at this time. President Benson once said, For nearly 6,000 years, God has held you in reserve to make your appearance in the final days before the second coming of the Lord. Every previous gospel dispensation has drifted into apostasy, but ours will not. God has saved for the final inning some of his strongest children who will help bear off the kingdom triumphantly. And that is where you come in, for you are a generation that must be prepared to meet your God. 
make no mistake about it, you are a marked generation. There has never been more expected of the faithful in such a short period of time as there is of us. Never before on the face of this earth have the forces of evil and the forces of good been as well organized. Each day, we personally make many decisions that show where our support will go. The final outcome is certain. The forces of righteousness will finally win. What remains to be seen is where each of us, personally, now and in the future, will stand in this fight, and how tall we will stand. Will we be true to our last day's foreordained mission? My friends, I testify that one of our purposes of being here on this earth at this time is to help prepare the world for the second coming of Christ. God knows who we are. He knows what we're capable of. He knows our gifts and our talents. He knows our testimony. And just as President Benson said, he has held us in reserve for a time that we could use those gifts and our testimonies for the greatest amount of good. What remains to be seen is where we will stand in that work and how tall we will stand. Because even though this is God's work, it is our blessing that he calls us to it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.